This is Frontrunner, the weekly grain marketing update from Frontier Agriculture for the week ending Friday the 1st of April 2022. Presented to you this week by Ollie Wilson. I'm a farm trader based in the southeast. Before we begin, a word on markets and trading during this current time of intense volatility. Markets can move significantly in a matter of hours or even minutes, with spikes sometimes happening outside UK regular business hours. My Farm is our free online platform which offers Frontier customers 24-7 access to market information, grain prices and the ability to sell grain at a time more convenient to them. With a My Farm account, you can see live global prices, market reports, exchange rates and commodity pricing directly relevant to your farm with options to set alerts and sell grain all in one place. To learn more, visit www.frontierag.co.uk forward slash myfarminfo. Links to more information about my farm are included in the description notes for this episode. Now let's get straight into this week's update by starting with wheat. Wheat markets continue to experience notable price volatility in response to developments in the conflict in Ukraine. US wheat futures fell sharply on Tuesday to their lower trading limit and to their lowest level since the 1st of March. This is in response to encouraging comments made in peace talks being held in Istanbul. Traders saw this as a positive step towards a peaceful solution and subsequent heavy selling took markets lower. The market has since regained most of its losses with Thursday's USDA reports bolstering prices further as traders refocused on US grain stocks and plantings. It will take time for Ukraine to repair its destroyed export facilities and other infrastructure, but spring drilling is well underway. Ukraine's Deputy Agricultural Minister Taras Vysotsky stated on Thursday that 400,000 hectares have now been drilled, which is a tenth more than at this stage last year. On Thursday, the USDA published its Stocks and Prospective Plantings report. Tight global grain and oilseed stocks had created lucrative opportunities for US arable farmers. Therefore, the market had expected increased planted areas. However, the report paid acreage well below trade estimates and the market subsequently moved sharply higher. Wheat acreage was noted at 47.4 million acres. This compares to the average trade estimate of 47.8 million acres. This all wheat figure, if realized, will be the fifth smallest crop since records began in 1919. In addition, wheat stocks came in well below the average trade estimates and are at their lowest in 14 years. This is just one contributing factor to current record grain prices globally. Corn acreage was 89.5 million acres in comparison to trade estimates of 92 million acres. This turns focus back onto the importance of Ukrainian spring plantings, crop development in South America and US weather for the next four to eight weeks, the latter of which could be pivotal. Now let's turn our attention to what's been happening with barley this week. UK old crop feed barley continues to be in demand and is now valued at parity or a slight premium to feed wheat in much of England. This means barley prices are at season highs in the UK. Unsold stocks on farm seem to be almost exhausted with just a modest amount coming to the market each day as growers reach to the back of the shed. 
With the high price of feedstocks, livestock farmers will be looking to turn out animals as soon as it's possible when the latest cold snap has passed and the grass growth starts again in earnest. New crop barley trade remains quiet, as sellers of both feed and malting barley remain largely absent from the marketplace. Lack of liquidity in the malting market means premiums over feed remain good for now. Some buying interest for feed barley does exist as compounders look to cover new feed sales. With wheat futures around £10 a tonne off contract highs, some end users still see a buying opportunity due to the uncertainty still in the world market regarding access to supplies in both Ukraine and Russia this summer. New crop feed barley continues to trade around £15 per tonne below feed wheat across the UK. Drilling of the spring crop in England is now more or less complete. In Scotland, there is still a significant area to put in the ground, particularly in the north, but this pace represents a normal drilling window for these areas. The rain seen in areas of the Midlands and northeast England this week is just what has been needed to get the spring barley crop up and running. With warmer but wetter weather forecasts for next week across much of England, prospects for the spring barley crop look fair at this stage. Across much of northern Europe, relatively dry conditions persist, although some rainfall has been seen across France and Germany in the last couple of days. Taking a look now to oilseed rape. This week saw further developments in the complexity of the worldwide oilseeds picture. On Thursday afternoon, the USDA released its stocks and plantings report, which pegged US soybean plantings at just under 91 million acres. This figure was around 2.2 million acres above the average trade guess preceding the report. This transferred through to Matif rapeseed, which had previously been very resilient to changes in the soybean market in the month prior to the report, with the market closing 22 euros lower on Thursday. China is a point of focus in oilseeds and wider markets at the moment, as the country pursues harsher measures following a sharp spike in COVID-19 cases. On the whole, this is reducing demand for oilseeds products and causing logistical issues for products such as fertiliser, which could be putting some crops at risk. These factors have contributed to an approximate £20 per tonne drop in UK ex-farm values for rapeseed since the start of the week. Despite this, supply and demand for old crop rapeseed and rapeseed oil looks very tight, with supplies of competing sunflower oil still stuck in Ukraine. There is little hope of getting these supplies out before new crop sunflower or rapeseed supplies enter the market. Weather is also becoming a driving factor. Europe is now seeing widespread sub-zero temperatures, which is adding to less than ideal conditions this season. It will be in the trade interest to see how this affects rapeseed crops going forward. And finally, I'm going to finish this report by taking a look at the fertiliser market. In terms of nitrogen, there has been little notable activity in fertiliser markets this week. All focus is currently on ammonia which is now trading up to $1,650 per tonne, a considerable increase from $900 per tonne in the autumn of 2021. Gas prices continue to be very volatile, with UK gas prices up to £2.99 per therm at the time of writing. Granular urea values offered out of Egypt are $1,200 per tonne, with India due back in the market next week to secure more products. These high numbers, coupled with huge freight rates and concerns around future demand at these levels, 
has slowed interest, especially in the UK. The UK nitrates market remains slow with little demand until better weather for spreading returns. The current weather forecast will not help demand for the next few days, especially with snow falling in some parts of the UK. Product availability of imported or UK produced AN remains very tight. UAN terms are still offered as strictly price on application, but suppliers do have ability that enables them to offer limited products for the remainder of the current season. Bulk foliar urea terms are now available for application to all see rape and milling wheat. Full load pump off offers reflect the current strong urea markets, but do give growers some options in this sector and should be seriously considered as part of a nitrogen programme this season. Lemus Clear, the BASF urease inhibitor for UAN, is available nationally for growers to further increase the efficiency of their liquid-based system for spring applications. Please speak to your Frontier contact for more information. The biggest move this week has been to potash. Suppliers and importers are finding demand from South America, while supply chains are offering reduced volumes. This has forced offers close to £700 per tonne in the UK. Demand drastically fell away when prices went over £600 per tonne, which leaves the trade awaiting to see the next moves in the UK. Replacement phosphates for UK blenders have generally been sourced from Russian suppliers. Therefore, it's unclear what the effect will be on TSP and DAP offers. Time will tell. Very few blenders will offer DAP due to low stocks. DAP last traded in the UK at over £1,100 per tonne. This was Frontrunner for the week ending Friday the 1st of April. If you'd like help with any aspect of your grain marketing, please get in touch by visiting our website at www.frontierag.co.uk or if you're a customer, you can speak to your local Frontier contact. Don't forget, all Frontier customers have free access to online grain trading and live 24-hour market pricing through MyFarm. Links to more information, as well as to our blog and socials, can be found in the description notes for this episode. Thank you for listening.